It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. For the Sandful Statewide Super League, under-18s free entry. Get to a game this weekend. Welcome to the National Pharmacy's Sandful Juniors Show with Courtney Cramey. Welcome to the National Pharmacies Statewide Sample Junior Show. I'm Courtney Cramey, your host for this morning. It's good to be back. It's a cold, wintry morning in Adelaide and haven't we had some rain during the week? So it'll be interesting to see what those suburban ovals are looking like for all the Sample Juniors footy this weekend. We have a great show coming up. Uh, we'll be joined by Tom Benedictus from the Sample. He's the uh, physical performance um manager for the talent program so interested to hear from him and we'll also have some special guests on as part of Courtney's Clubhouse the Paynham Nord Uni Football Club so look forward to having a chat with them and firstly Tom joins us welcome to the show Tom. G'day Courtney how are you? Well thank you now you're the uh, physical performance uh, manager of the talent programs in the Sandfall can you tell us a bit about your role and what you do day to day? Um, yeah, I guess it sort of encompasses everything sort of um, within the physical domain. So anything from sort of testing to collecting GPS data to coordinating with medical staff to um, even speaking to AFL clubs um, with regards to sort of draftable players. It's um, sort of fluid throughout the year, which sort of makes it a really interesting role as well. It differs massively sort of depending on if it's early in the season or late in the season, closer towards the combine. Um, so, yeah, it's really cool. So now, Tom, there'd be some players out there um, that you're involved with that would either love or hate you, I would imagine. And, you know, <laughs> you're getting them to uh, do all the running that they need to do to, to get the high speed in and um, the everything that they need to get done to make sure that they're in peak condition. Um, tell us a bit about your interactions with the players in that regard. Yeah, so I guess it's it's changed a bit um, in sort of the last couple of years, obviously with everything that happened last year. Um, but this year in December and January, um, we took in the 50 best players identified at that time um, from around the state and we did um, what we called a talent um, hub with them. Um, so that was 30 under-18s, so 30 kids that are draftable, and then 20 under-17s, um, so future talent. Um, and we worked with those guys for four days across a week in December and four days across a week in January. Um, and that was everything from um, from my side of things. It was educational nutrition, GPS, plenty of conditioning, um, some 2K time trials, some sprint testing. Um, and from the coach's point of view, it was sort of education and um, all that sort of footy craft stuff that um, is really valuable for the top talent within South Australia to sort of get that intensive um work with our state coaches yeah and now Tom you come from um obviously you've studied a lot and you have a PhD can you tell us a bit about your journey 
um, studying in this space. And I suppose there's lots of people out there that um, are wanting to get into this field of high performance in sports. So what journey did you take and um, some advice that you can give people listening today? Yeah, I guess I sort of took a slightly different role um, uh, or route. Um, I started at South Adelaide Football Club, um, worked there in their junior program for a year um, and then worked with their senior program for five years, um, running a sort of senior program there for the last um, four of those five years. Um, and then whilst I was doing that, I also started a PhD at the University of South Australia. Um, and it was a bit different in that I was actually working with the Australian Defence Force Um so the purpose of my PhD was to look at the impact of um, basically um, infantry guys being stuck in the back of a tank and then what happens to their physical performance when they jump out and actually have to fight. Um, so, yeah, it was a little bit different, um, which was cool. Um, uh, at the end of that, I actually moved over to Melbourne and worked with the Defence Force and their sort of physical performance um, role over there, which was really interesting. And then just through the sort of relationships I've built back here, when the opportunity come up, sort of move into this role and obviously interviewed and was successful. Fantastic. It sounds like the ultimate journey and um, some correlation there between uh, the battle um, that is the Defence Force and and people that serve our country and the battle of going out onto a footy field. Um, Now tell us, uh, Tom, have you got any key tips for physical preparation before a football, football game that can enhance performance? Oh... Uh, plenty. Um, <laughs> I guess long-term, obviously, it's making sure you're looking after your body. Um, the number one thing is making sure that you can be at every training session at 100% um, and be at every game at 100% as well. So if that means having to make sure that your food and your diet's on point um, or making sure you're doing the extra running during the off-season, um, it's really important. But obviously, before any sort of game, making sure that you get plenty of sleep and um sufficiently hydrated as well if I was to keep it short. And um, a tip for some of the youngsters uh, out there this morning listening on their way to footy, uh, what they should be eating before a game? Oh, yeah, so for breakfast, um, plenty of Weetabix um, or some eggs on toast would be perfect in the morning. Um, and then just before the game, like a snack on an oat bar or something like that, plenty of lollies during the game to give you lots of sugar. Um, and then after the game as well, actually, one of the best things for recovery is a chocolate milk. So um, I know that Flurio chocolate um, do a really good chocolate milk, actually. Don't mind uh, a chocolate milk. What about iced coffee? Does that still have the same effect? Uh, it'd probably be a bit more chocolate full of sugar. Um, so it wouldn't be as good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, if, if that's your sort of, if that's your fancy, then yeah, by all means, post game, like, the amount of calories that most people burn off after a game of footy, sort of treating yourself, is um, I'd definitely recommend it. We do ask some of the kids that come onto our show uh, what they do prefer out of oranges and lollies, and, and we do often get the the response of lollies. Is there anything uh, <laughs> different between those two types of um, of foods in terms of preparation and, and performance? Uh, I guess, look, for me... Um, during a game when you want plenty of energy quickly. Um, lollies is actually probably a really good source um, because the way the sugars are sort of formed and stuff like that, they release into the bloodstream really, really quickly, um, which means that the energies can be used really quickly as well. Um, vice versa, sort of fruits like oranges and apples are really good as well, obviously, a, a lot healthier long-term. Um, and the sugars are sort of similarly... Um, ready in the bloodstream but just not as quick as sortier lollies uh, 
so yeah it's definitely a good one for um kids as a bit of a treat during a game plenty of lollies um we'll give them plenty of energy nice you can't take away the lollies from the kids and <laughs> there's it. there's lots of uh alternative types of recovery forms out there, Tom. I'm just wondering, um, you know, all the differences between them, but probably what's the best one to take away? You hear about ice baths. You've got those those Normatec blow-up compression-type um, yeah. boots that you can jump in. Um, we've heard of hyperbaric chambers and so forth and um, even salt therapy I heard the other day. I'm not sure what mm. that, that's about. I know it's got something to do with your, your breathing. It's good for your skin. makes us feel young. That's all right. Um, but what what's a takeaway um, for the best form of recovery? Oh, look, the number one is um, for me with every program that we do following the game, the players would always do some sort of um, low intensity movement. So it would just be walking around the changing rooms um, with some stretching, plenty of stretching because you want to um, basically reset the joints and the muscles following a game. Um, to ensure that the next day you don't feel stiff and sore. So we'll always do plenty of stretching with the players afterwards. Um, and then probably the two other most important things, um, get some food into you straight away. Um, so for us, that's a chocolate milk. Um, and then depending on where we are, we'll organise some sort of food for the players, be it sandwiches or something like that. Um, and then a good night's sleep as well. So if you do those three things, um, some sort of movement and stretching plus some food, and a good night's sleep, you'd be well on the way to um, giving yourself the best chances. Um, I think we can deal with that uh, there, Tom. Some sleep, food, um, that will do us just fine. Exactly, uh, yeah. I think you can, uh, any athlete would um, absolutely revel in that kind of recovery after a big game of footy. Now, you're also involved with the state under-17 team, and they play this weekend against WA. Obviously, a big game coming up, the first um of the series. So can you tell us a bit about the team and how they're looking and in terms of their preparation? Yeah, it's um, unfortunately this year, the preparation has been really short. Um, we've actually only been working with the boys for two weeks, um, but they've really impressed everyone. Um, they're a very fit, physically active team. Um, so we've got plenty of running, running power across the field. So I am, um, Knowing how WA sort of line up with a lot of speed, um, I reckon it'll be a pretty interesting game on Sunday. And um, the coach there, Julian Farquhar, um, he's obviously been around for a while and, and got the boys looking good in preparation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jules does a fantastic job. Um, there's not many coaches that pay as much attention to all the minute um, little details as he does. Um so he'll definitely be giving the boys the best chance possible to get the win on Sunday and represent South Australia and, yeah, hopefully sing the song at the end of the day as well. How good's that? So if you're interested in going to see the state under-17 boys play, it's uh, down at Heisen Stadium at 12 o'clock today, so make sure you get down there. Um, Tom, it's been fantastic talking to you, getting some great tips around performance and recovery and, and your role at the Sandville. All the best for, for today's game with the under-17 boys and thanks for joining the National Pharmacy's Sandville Juniors footy show this morning. No worries. Thanks for having me. That was Tom Benedictus from the Sandville. He's the physical performance manager down there. It's uh, fantastic to get some insights and I hope you can take away some of the tips Food and sleep as a form of recovery, I'll, I'll take that any day. But it's time now for a break. And remember, the show's thanks to the Sample Statewide Super League, where under-18s are free entry. Get to a game this weekend. For the Sample Statewide Super League, under-18s free entry. Get to a game this weekend. Welcome back to the National Pharmacy's Sample Junior Show with Courtney Cramey. 
Time now for Courtney's Clubhouse. Thanks to National Pharmacies, proud sponsors and fans of the National Pharmacies Sandful Junior Show. Welcome back to the show. Uh, thanks to the National Pharmacies, great sponsors of Sandful Juniors and what a great competition it is. There's a big game going on today down at Alberton Oval. It's Port v Sturt, uh, fifth on the ladder versus eighth. Sturt obviously coming off that loss from the Crows and both Port coming off that loss to the Eagles. It's going to be a great game, so make sure you head down there. Under-18s are free entry. It's a 2-10 start. What a game it will be. Now for Courtney's Clubhouse, we're joined by the Paynham Football Club, Rachel Barilla, who is the junior coordinator. Welcome to the show, Rachel. Hi. How are you going this morning? Good, thank you. How are you? Well, thanks for joining us on the show. You're part of the Paynham Football Club and um, tell us a bit about your role as junior coordinator. Um, My role is just to ensure that all of our kids get a nice, fair um, game every week and just coordinating to make sure we've got all the right volunteers in place um, and that our, you know, ovals being utilised and that our kids are safe when they're out playing with, you know, opposition teams, whether they're at home or out. And about, and you've got twenty six junior teams down um, there at Paynham. It must be a really big task for you to coordinate all of that. You've got coaches, parents, players. You've got trainers and and so forth. Um, you know, tell us a bit about the the role when you come to a game. Um, do you get to sit back and watch and enjoy at times? Not very often, I don't. Um, <laughs> there's always somebody that's got a question for me, whether we're away and it's just our team, or whether because my son plays as well, or whether I'm at home and we've got a string of games going on. Um, We have a wonderful group of coaches and team managers, and most of them have been doing it for a while, which is lovely. But every week there's rosters of parents that need to do goal umpiring or scoring or timekeeping. And so, you know, there's a, you know, a, a number of jobs that, you know, our team managers and our coaches need to stay on top of. And they do a wonderful job. We've got excellent, excellent families and community at Paynham that are always willing to help. It does take a mountain of work and a number of volunteers and, and you and your position coordinating it all makes it happen and for the kids to be able to get out there of a weekend and, and play footy, which is fantastic. What's going on down at Paynham Football Club in terms of the club and um, any insights that you have about how things are going? Um, things are going really well. We've always had strong junior teams and we've, we've got a number in Div 1 that look like they might make finals this year, which is lovely. We've got four girls teams this year, which is um, a first. We've normally only had two, so we've we've pushed to four, um, which is lovely. Um, we've got two senior women's teams that are doing very well. Both of them look set to be in the finals and we've got three senior men's. Um, so... It's just all systems go. We've had new female change rooms put in at the club. We've had some slight renovations done over the last couple of years and now we've had two brand new change rooms added for all the girls and senior women. Um, And we've had a bit of a refurbishment to the club room, which is good because we like to get our teams up there every Thursday night for dinner. Um, And on Saturdays when we have the senior games at home, we like them to come up as well. So it's lovely. Sounds like a happening place. And I know that uh, Gary McIntosh is a a well-renowned person out at Paynham Football Club. Uh, Obviously a Norwood champion and McGarry McGarry medalist twice, I think. He he won two McGarry's. Um, Yeah, he did. He's still out there helping about. He's amazing. He's the, um, he's he's kind of the, the pinnacle of the club. So 
he is a senior coach at the club. He's now a, like assistant on the A grade, but he does the B grade and works with a lot of, of his juniors that have come through the ranks now that are in B grade. But he also coaches the under-15 Div 1 boys and he's always at the club. He's in the canteen, he's in the bar, he's giving advice, he's shaking kids' hands and he also does our Oz kick twice a year on a Saturday morning. So we couldn't ask for a, a, a better role model and a better hands-on Football enthusiast. He team. certainly sounds like a busy man. Lots of roles, and and they're those uh, club champions that um, stick around and give back to the community, which is is fantastic Absolutely. to see. Um, obviously, yeah. coaching in a, a number of teams as well. He uh, he seems yeah. pretty busy. Now yeah. um, you've yeah. you've also had a number of AFL players come through the ranks at Paynham uh, Football Club. Can you tell us um, a few of them? Yeah, so we've had a number come through, but the most recent and probably most um, familiar, I suppose, is Orazio Fantasia and Tom Jonas. So they both have come through the Paynham Juniors and they both visit the club and come back there, which is enough. We had Tom there only two weeks ago giving back to the juniors um, and then Orazio pops his head in all the time and is always happy to have a chat with the kids, which is good. Um, and we haven't, our junior girls haven't been around long enough, but we've had a number of senior um, women that have joined Paynham and played footy for the first time that have gone on to join the SNFL um, women's teams. And we've also had, like, Chloe Shear came and played for us last year as part of their rehab before she went back to the AFLW. So it's all positive that's, um, at Paynham, yeah. That's fantastic. And Chloe Shear, uh, obviously, um, from the Crows, now off to Geelong in the AFLW trade period. And the boys yeah. from Port Adelaide going back to their roots, the the same black and white, white prison bars that they uh, yeah. that they want to wear in the AFL as it stands now. So good to see them giving back. Um, Rachel, thank you for your time this morning. It's been great chatting about the Paynham Football Club and all things that are going on down there. Um, I believe we're joined by your son, Max. Uh, now, he plays yeah. in the under-15 Division One team um, and he's been oh. at Paynham since under-7s. Yeah. Max, how are you going this morning? Good, how are you? Good. Tell us a bit about yourself as a footy player. What position do you play? Uh, I play up forward for Paynham in the under-15s and, and I'm a left footer, play up on the flank. And we've been doing quite well this season. We're sitting top. Top of the ladder. That's uh, very, very good. How, how many goals yeah. have you kicked as a as a, a flanker there, uh, Max? Uh, around about uh, 20 this year for club, club. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. So do you get the best defender come to you week in, week out, Max? Uh, sometimes. Some... Get shared around. We've got a quite good team. So Fantastic. And who's your coach down there? Uh, Gary McIntosh. Oh, Gary McIntosh. So that's one of the teams that he coaches. So obviously learning a lot from a McGarry medalist. Yeah, he's a great mentor, excellent coach. Hopefully we can get him a grand final win this year. How good would that be? Now, Max, what's your song down at um, Paynham Football Club? Is it uh, one of the AFL songs? No, it's a sort of made-up one. By the club, I don't know. Yeah, but you've been singing it loud and proud this year so far with a, a few wins on the board, sitting top of the ladder. Um, one yeah. one question we do ask our guests, Max, is um, at halftime, what do you prefer, the lollies or oranges coming out? 
I'd prefer the lollies come out. The lollies. Well, we've got the advice from Tom Benedictus, who is the Sample Talent Manager of High Performance, and he lets us know that the lollies are the best. So um, you've obviously on a winner there. Um, tell us a bit about who you model your game off. Uh, well, I try to model my game off Marcus Bontempelli. Not bad player to to model your game off. He's yeah. quite he's quite tall. Are you are you tall there, Max? Yeah, I'm reasonably tall for my age. Yeah, yeah. And um, but, who who do you go for in the AFL? I go for Carlton. The Blues. Do you have a fa- favourite player from the Blues? Yeah, probably Paddy Cripps. Nice, nice. A tall, yeah. big-bodied mid sometimes goes forward as well. Fantastic. Yeah. And um, obviously you want to try and achieve a, a premiership this year. Tell us what it would mean to you, Max, to, to get um, a premiership and hold up that cup and have that medallion around your neck. Oh, it'd be great to get um, another premiership for my team. I've had a tough two years with COVID and that, but having Gary by our side would be good to get our third win. So. Fantastic, Max. Well, thanks for joining us here on the National Pharmacy's Sample Juniors footy show. It's been great chatting to you and all the best. Let's hope you get a win on the weekend and stay top of the ladder. Thank you. That was Max Barilla. He's an under-15 Div 1 player at Paynham Footy Club, um, obviously going quite nicely under the tutelage of Gary McIntosh. And we're also joined now for Courtney's Clubhouse by one of the female players of Paynham Football Club, an under-16 girls player, and that's Chloe Pedersen. Welcome to the show, Chloe. Thanks for having me. Now, tell us a bit about yourself, Chloe. What type of footballer are you? Um, I play rock. I've been playing rock for about five years, and I've been at Paynham for around three years. So you've been playing footy for quite some time. Yeah. Did you play any uh, other sports prior to football? Uh, I did play netball for around six years before joining football, but, yeah, football was a lot better. <laughs> and what made you come and join footy? Um, I had a lot of friends and playing football, so I thought, like, I'll just try it out. Um, but Dad's grown up with football and my whole family has, so it was good to, you know, get out there. Yeah, and do you have any brothers or sisters that play uh, football as well? I have a younger sister. Um, she plays an under-15 girl. How good's that? Family affair. Now, does dad or mum coach and involved in the canteen at all? Or Mum's my team manager for under-16s. Um, and my dad's been coached for the last two years of the under-14 squad before becoming under-15s and 16s. Well, there you go. A full family affair down at Paynham. Sounds like a great community club to be involved with. Now, um, tell us, Chloe, what's your favourite thing about football? Um... I like 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 the team um, communicating with others and the teamwork around like the game. It's like a escape, basically. Yeah, how good's that? Now, it's um, obviously been a lot um, a lot of rain during the week. Uh, your game this weekend. Um, not sure if it will will rain, but um, do you prefer the wet or the dry weather footy? Um, it kind of depends on the day. Um, at the moment, I do like playing in the dry weather football because it's a lot easier to um, grab your hands on the ball and it's a lot cleaner. Yeah, nice. And um, do you have any ambitions with your footy? Obviously, the AFLW um, is into its fifth season now and um, there's lots of girls coming through community footy into Sample W competition and, and on to be drafted in the AFLW. Um, Chloe Shear, uh, obviously someone from your club that's played there that plays in the AFLW. Do you have any ambitions uh, with your football in the future? 
Yeah, um, I hope in the future that I can play for the Richmond AFL women's team. Um, yeah, they've been not doing the two best, but they get some few games under their win, so it's kind of good. How good's that? So we've got a Tigers fan on the line. Hey, yeah. Yeah, new to the AFLW competition, the Tigers, but um, they definitely um, had an improved season last year. So one day, Chloe, hopefully you might throw on a Tigers jumper. Hopefully. Okay, well, all the best with that. And uh, thanks for joining us on the National Pharmacy's Sample Juniors footy show this morning and all the best for the rest of your season. Thank you. That was Chloe Pedersen from the Pain and Football Club joining us for Courtney's Clubhouse. Great to hear all the people involved down there at Paynham. Sounds like a fantastic community club. If you're interested, jump on their website at Paynham Football Club and get involved. And that's a wrap for the show. Thanks to the Sample Statewide Super League where under-18s have free entry. Make sure you get down to that game today at Alberton Oval. It starts at 2.10, Port take on the Double Blues. And that's all we have time for. So remember, you can catch me here at the same time next week right here on 1629 SENSA. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.